rock and roll and twirl. As their common name suggests, whirligig beetles may be observed rapidly gyrating on the surface of streams, ponds, and lakes. Oval in shape, typically uniform in color, you're most likely to notice them when they're swimming or when gathered in large aggregations or schools where movements are especially chaotic. These beetles can dive and fly, but spend most of their time cruising the surface. They are predators and scavengers. Waves made ahead of them while swimming reflect back, allowing them to echolocate and avoid objects. Threatened, they secrete a defensive chemical called gyrindol that repulses fish and other predators. An organ in their antenna detects disturbances on the water, assisting them in locating struggling prey and warning the group of danger. What impresses me most about gyrinids are their eyes. They are divided horizontally so that they appear to have four rather than two. As they swim on the surface of water, one pair sees above the water line, the other below. They feed on floating detritus and prey, but are capable of staying underwater for extended periods of time. This is accomplished by an air bubble held beneath the elytra or hardened forewings. In well oxygenated water, this acts very efficiently as a physical gill. Gyrinids deposit eggs in rows on submerged vegetation. Their larvae are predators also with curved, pointy mandibles that have a canal through which to suck bodily fluids from prey. When swimming against the current, they may draft in the wake of a beetle in front of them, gaining an energy advantage, like a cyclist in a pace line. Whirligigs are ellipsoid in shape, from 3 to 18 millimeters long. They're worldwide in distribution, and upwards of a thousand species have been discovered. Their exoskeleton is coated with a hydrophobic waxy layer. This and their shape and hardness make them especially difficult to grasp without them popping from between your fingers. Their middle and hind legs are adapted for swimming, being flattened and lined with fringes of bristles. The front legs are long and used to grab food items. The front legs of males have sucker pads that are used to hold on to females while copulating. In 2008, the Arizona State University Center for Film, Media, and Popular Culture honored rock and roll legend Roy Orbison 20 years after his death with a posthumous Lifetime Achievement Award presented to his widow Barbara. The event was a spectacular extravaganza including performances of his hit songs by the Truly Lover Trio and the world premiere of Kim Scharnberg's Suite on the Tunes of Roy Orbison, performed by the Herberger String Quartet. A hundred objects from the Agritelli collection of Orbison memorabilia, the largest of its kind in the world, were on display, and a symposium was held on Orbison's life, music, and impact on culture. During one evening gathering, we were treated with private performances of Old Pretty Woman by Bill Dees, who co-wrote the famous song with Roy Orbison, and I'm Not Lisa by Jesse Coulter. Dean of the college at the time, I asked Peter Lehman, director of the center, when he told me of his plans for the event, if I might include a new species named to honor the Orbisons. Peter readily agreed, and with my colleagues Kelly Miller and Paolo Mazzoldi, we paid tribute to Roy and Barbara with a whirligig beetle we named Erectochylus orbisonorum. The beetle from India is about 5 millimeters in length 
and translucent white on its underside, but its greatest claim to fame is its name. I commissioned an original work of art by Charles Kasilik, done in the style I described as Andy Warhol meets Carl Linnaeus, that incorporated nine images of the Beatle. I presented the original to Barbara at the event. I'm not sure that Peter has ever forgiven me for stealing so much of the limelight. Once word of the Orbis and Beatles spread, it rapidly appeared in the media, including a mention in Rolling Stone. For the Species Hall of Fame, this is Quentin Wheeler.